one having like a through line of like what is the theme for what you're trying to accomplish is like a really big thing for me at least and I try to like figure that out early on like mm -hmm. months ahead to make sure it's consistent with like marketing and like whoever is like hopping on your team like they get yeah. the idea of like what you're trying to accomplish and then everybody has like the same goal so like that it, it feels like it's like a small detail but it it is like a, a, a difficult thing to establish early on. It's like yeah. branding, right? Yeah. It's like making sure that people, um, without them even knowing it, feel it. Hey, what's going on? I am Ramsey Said What. This is episode 310 of the A-Side B-Side podcast, a branded podcast by What's the Movement.net. Um, as always, rate, subscribe, review. Thank you for listening. Thank you for taking the time to press play. Um, in this episode, I got to sit down with uh, do-it-all Renaissance woman, Paris of Rahway, New Jersey. We talked about her Hearts of the City Festival in addition to all the other projects she's a part of. Um, if you're watching, uh, this is the instrumental to Fear No Evil by will be free the artist formerly known as shakespeare um if you're listening you're gonna get to hear the full track and after that the full interview so uh as always i need you to feel this what's going on i'm ramsey said what this is the a side b side podcast a branded podcast by what's the movement.net um it's been a minute i feel like i haven't been putting podcasts out because you know busy but um what's going on i like to let my guests introduce themselves so take it away Big feet. Um, I am Paris. Um, I do a lot of things. I don't know where, yeah. <laughs> where to start there, but I normally like to call myself just a creative. And if people want to get into details, I tell them that a little bit more. Well, literally in my notes, uh, my question was my first question was going to be, how do you answer that question? Because I don't know how to answer that for myself, honestly. Ooh, yeah. So how do you answer like, oh, what do you do? It's tough because everybody's like. You have to master your 15-second yeah, elevator yeah, yeah. pitch. Nah, and da -da -da -da. There's Instagram. We don't have yeah. to do that anymore. <laughs> right? But I like to keep it short and just say, like, you know, I'm creative. I write. I produce. Um, and I work with around music. So mm -hmm. I, did, I like, hit those three points. Okay. And if people are like, oh, what do you do with this? What do you do with that? And then mm -hmm. I go into details. But if that's intriguing, then cool. Okay. <laughs> so, um, we, oh, also, I was supposed to plug where we're at. You could walk in, man. It's all good. This is your house. Uh, <laughs> not for real. Yeah. No, 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 no. You don't have to, you don't even have to be quiet. It's all good because I was supposed to name drop where I was. I promised I would do that in using your space, sir. So, shout out to V. We're here at Dark Side Industries in the city of Rahway, your hometown, as you said earlier. Um, uh, I can tell, like, you know how, like, a lot of people, like, love where they're from and, and like, they rep home? Mm. I feel like you really do. <laughs> like, like heavily than, than most people, I imagine. Yeah. I think that's just, like, in our DNA in Rollway. Like, mm -hmm. it's just, like, it's been a thing since we were, like, in elementary school, middle school, like, to be able to rep your city. And, like, if you ask anybody who's from here, like... 07065 is like a big thing okay. that we say anywhere we go <laughs> that's cool saying our zip code is just like a like a huge thing for us so i think that's part of like just who we we're made up to be to have like this pride within our town yeah um and be prideful in anything that we do yeah, yeah. i feel like like jersey feels that way about like jersey as a whole but not other people's towns like it's like yeah. i don't really fuck with that nigga but like when they out like shining in the world it's like <laughs> yeah 
oh he from jersey like yeah. that's <laughs> you know what i mean so like uh i don't know I, I have no idea where i was gonna segue that but um you also um so you do the talent project and hearts in the city festival mm-hmm. um how many years have you been doing that now um, um both I, honestly uh i started talent project like 2017 god yeah mm-hmm. feels like forever ago but um and then it transitioned to heart of the city like 2021 okay um like right at when we were coming out of the pandemic so gotcha i am ashamed to say i haven't been to either of them <laughs> the first one was my weekend of my wedding so obviously and then uh last year i was just in new orleans or something like that i was running around it's the, all right wedding or bachelor party or something like that but it always looks lit oh. <laughs> so um like uh so i too throw shows so i already know the stress but not that level of stress i'm not gonna <laughs> even try to say i do that so like what's like um what's like a hard thing like somebody that wouldn't know like what's like a challenge that somebody that wouldn't know throwing a festival entails yeah um at least for me i think one having like a through line of like what is the theme for what you're trying to accomplish mm-hmm. is like a really big thing for me at least and i try to like figure that out early on like mm-hmm. months ahead to make sure it's consistent with like marketing and like whoever is like hopping on your team like they yeah. get the idea of like what you're trying to accomplish and then everybody has like the same goal so yeah. like that it, it feels like it's like a small detail but it it is like a, a a difficult thing to establish early on. It's yeah. like branding, right? Mm-hmm. It's like making sure that people, um, without them even knowing it, feel it. Yeah. And then they don't even know that like it took like mm. days, months to figure out what yeah. that is for them, what that feeling is. Yeah. And then like team buy-in, like getting mm-hmm. like like so many moving parts, like to you know, like it's everybody wants to be part of a team, but like it's like that's a thing that has to be taught frankly like mm. especially like within like leadership and stuff like that so yeah so um yeah it it always looks really dope um <laughs> so like so um uh you obviously have like a love for local culture and um i've seen the the acts you've had on the bill so like uh what got you into to like local artists or have you thought about branching to bigger like what what's tell me what the goal is i want to know yeah i mean that's a good question um i think with starting the talent project i was just so impressed by like how much talent there is around me and like Mm -hmm. how many people i know like can sing really well like perform really well and um like i don't know stage presence is huge for me too yeah so like every time i go so like to an open mic or something i'm like mm-hmm. always impressed if like there's a whole bill of people and then like one person stands out i try yeah. to ask myself it's like what was it that like made that person stand out yeah. um and then with the talent project i would like go interview them ask them questions mm-hmm. about like how they got started and then i had like this huge roster of just people i've talked to and met yeah. over the years and i was like well maybe i should just put a show and like have mm-hmm. other people experience the same thing i did yeah so um i've kind of taken that same thought into the heart of the city with um just people i've met along the way and i also try to like make sure like you know they're good people too because i yeah. want to make sure like whoever's in my circle also like if anybody yeah. else wants to talk to them or meet them they'll know like oh priest um knew- knows them so they're good people yeah. type of thing so that's I, that's big so i guess to answer your question is like um one of my goals is just to create a better narrative around one local musicians and 
to the industry mm-hmm. at large. I feel like it's a pie yeah. in the sky type yeah. of goal, but um, just because it, it just has like a, such a bad stigma for so many years, decades mm-hmm. of the industry, what that means, right? Yeah. And like local artists and what that means, like the amount of effort that it takes to like produce good acts for local smaller musicians. Yeah. Like what does that look like? in terms of uh, compared to like big art uh, acts mm-hmm. you know so like how do you decide like um i mean like quality control is a big deal obviously but like how do you decide like like when you're putting together like a a, a bill for these for these shows like how is it is it hard for you because this is a thing that i feel like i struggle with yeah i feel like it's hard for me to try not to make a show like just marketed towards me like Mm -hmm. like i'm putting like a bill of x that like i love you know like versus like trying to cater to like a community to ticket buyers or or Mm -hmm. whoever well this event's free right yeah it's free yeah okay so wow how do you pull this off then and and do this again (laughs) like without like like recouping in ticket sales and stuff like that or is it like grants and sponsorships and yeah so um at first it was a lot of things coming out of pocket um when i was doing like smaller versions but then i had a really good opportunity with rawway because i had one event um in 2021 which was like an event that rawway put on right Mm -hmm. it was like a, a culture crawl okay and then my thought going into that was like all right we need culture in that so i was like let's, uh, yeah. let's highlight black people and like black, yeah. black and brown people in the area um so that was all completely out of pocket like i was like if i want to make things happen i sometimes you gotta sacrifice yeah, you gotta invest in, like, yeah. in your babies yeah. yeah exactly so um i met someone there that works for the city um and he shout out to steve because <laughs> he he's a big advocate for me and he works for the raleigh rec center um but he like proposed that like I have an event uh, that stands alone and they are willing to invest in it. Wow. So um, it's not a huge budget, right? But mm-hmm. like I'm still grateful for it because yeah. it's like if I'm working with whatever X amount of dollars then I know I can like put that towards hiring DJs and paying them out. Another yeah. goal of mine is making sure people get eventually get paid for what their work. Um, the DJs, the the art that's being shown, mm-hmm. um, a lot of the equipment got to be paid through that budget. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's eventually it. But it, it took a lot of time. Like I had to create pitch decks and like uh-huh. thanks shout out to corporate because that's the only way yo, I know how to do that. Yo, it's crazy, right? <laughs> <laughs> like you hate it in the in the moment, but like it, you do take it and put it. It's in your bag. Exactly. Yeah. So it took all those skills, made bunch of pitch pitch decks Mm -hmm. about like how this idea comes to life how much money it'll cost and yeah that's how i've been working with them ever since have you are you do you do any grant writing i want to i don't want to look into it i I, it's like one of those things that i haven't yet done or learned Mm -hmm. how to do but i would love to like you know take it on and yeah I, I asked because I'm looking for one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, and I'm like playing with like ChatGPT and stuff oh, like that, yeah. trying to learn how to do it Shout myself. ChatGPT. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, I'm not too too proud to look back at my notes in the middle of an interview because I feel like I'm super rusty because I haven't like done this podcast in so long. So yeah, you're so good. You're doing great thank so you for far. On. I appreciate um, it. You know, in, before I look at my notes, before I quit. I'm going to uh, go to an old favorite question that I feel like I ask in like every interview I do lately. Yeah. Um, so obviously music is like big for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody that would throw a two time and in ongoing music festival 
and of local acts at that doesn't have a passion for music so what would you say is like your first like music memory like as a kid like that you can think of um a lot of it would be you know my parents Mm -hmm. who you know be playing music around the house cleaning or like in car rides things like that um I was like in gymnastics when I was younger, so I mm-hmm. feel like the, having that, like we used to dance to music, obviously, would be stuck in my brain. And then my mom signed me up to play an instrument in like okay. a third grade. What instrument you play? I played the flute. Oh, me too. I was a big flute. Oh, yeah? yeah? Okay. Shout out to the flutes, yeah. I, wind uh, instruments. <laughs> yeah, I play like almost every wind instrument, but oh. flute is the one I was best at. Yeah. I wish I was better at tenor sax. That's, that's my Ooh. favorite. I like, was always interested in sax, yeah, yeah. and I was like, oh, God. It's the same fingers, though. Oh, yeah? Just a different case. So, like, it's in E-flat. You can play I'm tenor sax. i to go pick up a sax. Yeah. <laughs> you can play. It's the exact same fingers. Like, instead of here, it's yeah. here. It's oh. the exact same. Like, E-flat, all, it's all the exact same. It's just, like, a C for a flute is, like, an E-flat and tenor sax. Hmm. So, okay. the notes are different. You're reading bass clef, but... yeah. Two notes down. Same yeah, stuff. same thing. I'm gonna pick that up. Yeah. I'm gonna go pick up an instrument again. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. To, that's cool to know. And a cool fact yeah. about you too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I played the flute up until like ninth grade. Mm. I still have it and still have all my sheet music and stuff. Oh but. wow. <laughs> that so, I can't find. In case I ever want to like, I was trying to teach myself how to do it again during the pandemic. That's and, a like, that's a good tool to sharpen. Yeah. <laughs> so I just started off from like the basic. I don't know if you, you ever had those. Um, those the, the, the like workbooks yeah, yeah and it was like the red uh, i forgot what brand it was and they had I think a red I know what blue and green about. book yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i remember all of that <laughs> <laughs> so i was like let me start from the basics and with yeah. my scales um so yeah i i love music from there i love hearing like the, the things that people are able to do because you know having being able to play instruments you know how difficult yeah. that is yeah. um being able to like sing you know how difficult it is mm-hmm. to like do certain things with your yeah. vocals so yeah i think i've just always seen music that way just being able to appreciate like because you've tried or learned you can see like the skill level required yeah. for certain things that's like one of my favorite answers to that question ron <laughs> i feel like everybody always just says oh yeah my mom used to play Anita Baker in the crib, which is everybody's existence, honestly. Yeah. But that was that was like a real like creative answer. I like that. <laughs> Thanks. I just skim over the, the parents playing music. I was like, everybody's parents well, did right, that. So, but what was playing in the house growing up? I'm Jamaican, so. Okay. But you know, my mom, even though she, I feel like Caribbean people, they don't like secular music sometimes, especially old mm-hmm. school people. My okay. mom was like doing like. She, I don't know. She was doing the opposite and like exposing me to like okay. the different types of music. So she was playing everything. I feel like something that always sticks with me are like the, the barges for some okay. reason. Yeah, like, yeah. um, like hearing that in the house and hearing her sing it. And like mm. I remember when I, I was working at this radio station and I got tickets to go see Elder Barge. And oh, I brought that's my fire. mom, and I was like, "Oh, this is like full circle for yeah. me because like us hearing it together." As like a kid, that's got to be fire. Like to bring your your parent to their favorite show, like yeah. that's. I just also bought tickets um, earlier this year to that needed bake a concert, but that was controversial. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so all right, so you brought up secular music. That tells me you you you're Christian, yeah. right? So, um, <laughs> Pentecostal or Kojic. You're, you're West Indian, so I'm gonna. 
that's my guess. Those are my guesses. Um, or am I wrong? Mom's family, like Pentecostal, but I grew up Baptist. Okay. Yeah. So, gotcha. like, she, like, even the church that she went to when, and she was in Jamaica was Baptist church. So, okay. like, gotcha. plot twist. <laughs> yeah. Now, that was cliche. But that was a cliche ass question to ask. Um, all right. So, let's. Um, all right. So, Heart in the City, uh, are you planning that for the next coming year? I imagine it's that time. It is that time. Um, I try not to put too much pressure on myself, but I see like the dates, and I'm like, ah, like I try oh, yeah. to start planning in January. Okay. Um, and I see like the months are starting to tick by. I'm like, oh god, I gotta start doing it. But um, I try to work on like one project at a time. Yeah. Um. And so I'm, what's the project right now? Since it's not January. Uh, <laughs> right now, so the city Raleigh reached out to me to help them plan um, an entertainment segment of an event they're doing in January. Mm-hmm. It's um, during Martin Luther King weekend. So nice. their objective is like that. The name of the event is a sneaker ball, and they're oh, hoping cool. to uh, attract you know youth, um, black folks, yeah. um, who like to really show them like the opportunities available for avail- available for them, and then. Um, and I don't know, just having a good time, like things that they can bring them out. So, yeah. um, working on that right now, I'm really excited about it because it's like the first like opportunity that I didn't have to reach out to anyone uh, for. Like nice. they came to yeah, me, yeah. and they no applying to permits is yeah, you know they, it's coming exactly. So. They trusted me with the idea, um, and I really was trying to figure out like how can we again showcase black folks doing cool t- things. Yeah. So planning a fashion show um performance after the fashion show mm-hmm. um have a dj coming through photo opportunities throughout yeah. and uh a band too so that's fire really fun uh do you have a date on that or it's still it's january 13th january 13th okay yeah. this is gonna drop like before holiday time so okay. i figure this is a Good thing, January fourteenth, guys. Thirteenth. Thirteenth. See, I'm messing this <laughs> yeah. up already. All right, so you started in 2021, and uh, so that's like well, post. There's no such thing as post pandemic, right? But, but uh, so I, I threw shows like pre pandemic, and then like I feel I throw an annual R and B showcase called Feels Like R and B usually around like Valentine's Day. So yeah. um, I'm always paranoid about the weather and it like snowing in the middle of february and nobody comes out yeah you throw an outdoor festival do you have any kind of like paranoia about it raining or anything like do is there a rain date usually yeah 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 i do have nightmares about it raining though um but we like make sure with the city i try to have like a rain date it's either like a week later or two weeks later gotcha yeah but like that was just like me thinking like me thinking as an event curator i'm like yo if i did something outdoor one it'd be fire but the sun has to be out like knock on wood it's never snowed for any of my stuff and it's indoors obviously but Mm -hmm. um yeah that's just something i thought about like that's got it like that that takes a bravery that I think people don't think about when they're just out there enjoying themselves. Yeah, yeah, I, that's that's absolutely true, especially in the winter time. I feel like people are less likely to go anywhere when it's really cold yeah. or if it's snowy. Yeah. So like, I, I, I don't blame you. I feel like that's super frustrating if like I'm mm-hmm. like something you can't change happens and yeah. then you know it affects that's the why, outcome. That's why I do. Pr- pre-sale tickets if you (laughs) now granted i I usually work with my venue about having a having a snow day shout out to above art studios i haven't forgot about you tox Uh, he's gonna watch this and be like yeah okay (laughs) um yeah 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 
Uh, so what? Tell me, tell me what else about the festival? Like, uh, it's not just music. Um, obviously, I mean, like you, we talking about like doing things for black and brown people in the area, but like um, there has to be other elements of art and mm-hmm. and uh, obviously like food and vendors and a whole bunch of other stuff. Like, uh, what else? What? All right, so. Take take me through it. What what else is a person gonna expect at the next Hearts in the City? Um, That's not a surprise. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like we usually try to have um, as many vendor, vendors as we can, and that as the space allows. Um, vendors are huge too, because this year it I really felt like the camaraderie with um, how they I don't know they just came in droves and like decorated their their tables yeah. and their area with their signage and all that. Um, which made it come alive while people were like rocking around and things like that. Yeah. Um, and I think what's also important to me too is just the team that's around me and one making sure like they're black and brown too. Yeah. Um, giving them opportunities and whatever their interests are to like grow that through this. Yeah. And if there's anything that they're looking to enhance, like if they want to add stuff to their resume, like my I feel like my number one goal is to make sure people like can learn new things or Mm -hmm. have the opportunity to promote their business and whatever like way i could be like a liaison for like all those things like that's just always on my mind so um this year we had like a community art project on the wall Mm -hmm. which is really nice like a like a big mural or something like that yeah exactly so we put like this huge tarp um and people were just like we just put out paint and whoever wanted to walk up walked up and people like were naturally attracted to it just letting whatever spoke to them go on the wall and it was really pretty to see like all the kids come up and like their hands were being painted on the wall yeah like they they added their own contribution to it yeah that's cool at the end of the day it was really pretty to see um took pictures all of that and posting in suits Mm -hmm. yeah so I feel like all the the people I know in Rahway are black. So like uh, we're talking about servicing black and brown people, mm-hmm. but uh, what what's the demographic like around here? Like is is it mostly black or? Um, it's so that's the thing too, which is what made me want to th- uh, start this. Is um, a lot of people assume that Rahway might be predominantly white, and it's not like that. I think that's just like what is offered to this like mm. to the public. Feels like gotcha. really things cater to white folks um and nothing's wrong with that you know they they have their time too but majority of us that live in the town are black and brown i think it's 33 percent of folks in railway are white and then it's like split like 30 and 30 with black and brown folks oh, okay. um who um aren't so yeah. I mean, that's obviously the majority right yeah. and like but there isn't there are a lot of things that like are representative of like that in our town besides like gotcha. food restaurants stuff like that um so want to like you know as our town changes a lot more mm-hmm. have like apartment buildings coming up people from new york moving in mm-hmm. didn't want to change the yeah. dynamic of like what this town actually is and yeah want to keep that true i feel that yeah <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that's that's the case with like most areas so i'm from neptune um mm-hmm. neptune is i would say it's crazy i would say the town is probably like 60 percent black and then maybe like 30 and then 10 white then latino mm-hmm. and but the school is like 90 percent black like yeah so but like you look in like, i bet you it's like business owners in the town aren't black 
<laughs> you yeah, know, exactly. like aren't ninety percent black or sixty percent black that, like representing the neighborhood. So mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yeah, just just thinking about that for I guess my own communities. And no, it's pretty similar. I feel like that's how most of these communities are built mm-hmm. um, or set, and kind of like it's up to us to kind of like keep keep or like, be more aware of that and yeah. see what we can do to change that dynamic. Because um, I know our time at Rawway Middle School, for anybody that was there, was <laughs> was not what is portrayed in these streets. Yeah. Um, and our Rawway Middle School was it like I feel like anybody from that time will know or always go back to that time being like it was wild. Yeah. It was it was fun, but it was also a little bit like it set the tone for like what it really is like here. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, we've pretty much touched everything in my notes before I even got to them, so I'm like very impressed by myself and you should be impressed with me too um uh, i mean we didn't talk about you acting i see the skits and stuff so so uh like what did you go to school for uh, okay i went to school for business marketing i was originally in architecture switched that and like okay. ended up in marketing but um i was always i loved like theater um as a kid mm-hmm. um and i i always loved acting and like film and just never had the opportunities to like Mm -hmm. dabble in it or just find ways to express myself that way okay um so my friends and i one of my friends like started off as a videographer and Mm -hmm. he was shout to julian he was um always looking for like new opportunities to kind of like build his ideas yeah. he teamed up with our other friend rob who was a photographer um and they started play factory just i don't know just kind of testing out their limits yeah. on like what they can do um with a video and photography and then they want to expand into like writing and um, yeah. film and production and they were asking like okay who wants to join Mm -hmm. so i raised my hand um and our other friends dz and um mark he they all raised we all raised our hands and we were like all right let's let's do this thing we're gonna figure it out along the way there's gonna Mm -hmm. be bumps and we're gonna run into some like i don't know tribulations but it's all like a learning process like everything else yeah it's super fun along the Mm way um if you had the time would you like pursue that yeah, if I had a time, honestly, even now, like, I wish I had more time to, like, dedicate myself to just doing that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you can't do 100% of everything. No. So I'm I've just, tried. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I think that's where I'm at now, just trying to find a balance of, yeah. like, where my passions lead me. But I love Play Factory. Like, the work that mm-hmm. we do there is just so fun and i wish more people knew like how yeah. much time went into like it, it looks fun yeah. it looks fun as hell <laughs> so that's a little plug follow play factory co on instagram youtube <laughs> um well where can we find your socials and and um, all of your stuff yeah my socials um personal handle is welcome to priest or w-l-c-m-t-o p-a-r-i-s-s-e that's what that means yeah okay (laughs) it's a little complicated but i've like had it for so long that Mm -hmm. i just i know the meaning behind it so um i don't know if i want to change it eventually but anyway um heart of the city (laughs) heart of the city nj um on instagram and play factory co on instagram youtube gotcha uh is there anything you want to add before we get up out of here no, I'm I'm so glad you had me. Yeah, I'm um, glad you came on. Yeah. I'm really thankful you came and stayed, even though I was late. 
Like, uh, yeah, I'm slacking. Yo, traffic in like Kennel Kennelworth was crazy. Ew, Kennelworth. Yeah. Uh. Stay out of there. <laughs> <laughs> I, no one likes. Kenilworth. Nah, my GPS like took me like two exits too early, uh, and I yeah, had to. Yeah, you had to go through yeah, there. It was no, crazy. That's a terrible town, by the way. Sorry. I've heard. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's very funny. close. It's it's Clark adjacent. Uh-huh. <laughs> But uh, I'm Ramsey Said What. This is the A-Side B-Side Podcast, branded by What's the Movement.net. Thank you guys for watching. We're on YouTube now because everybody's like, oh, where can I watch your podcast? And I'm like, podcasts you listen to. You <laughs> yeah, everybody wants to watch to it now. everywhere. So now that you guys want to watch it, we're in 4K and uh, on YouTube. Uh, A-Side B-Side Podcast on Instagram. It's not on Twitter uh, or X, whatever you want to call it. Um, but you can follow me, Ramsey said what, everywhere on Twitter, Instagram, wherever. And uh, as always, thank you for listening. Oh, we're on Audio Mac. Shout out to the good folks there. We usually trend whenever I post there. So uh, oh, shout out to you guys. Um, and um, yeah, we're back and like going to be here consistently this time. Uh, but thank you guys for listening and watching. See you later.